holy chatter. Today news travels at the speed of light. If that news includes some kind of negative or even scandalous information about another person, may we discuss it with others. It is still a Shanhara after thousands of people have already been informed. Okay, so we know about sugyas and different things that are out there and that everyone's talking about. Are we allowed to keep talking about it even though it's very public information, public knowledge? And now they give a dilemma. The dilemma is, a well-known Jewish businessman is arrested for tax evasion. The story is on the front page of the local daily newspaper and all over the internet. The cynics have already convicted the man along with the entire class of people known as Jewish businessmen. The pundits are already discussing the future, the spiritual failures the crime represents. May you join in these conversations. May you tell others the news. Okay, he was caught uh, being not straight in business. It's on the front page of the newspaper. Everybody's talking about it. Everyone's, you know, already convicted him of being, uh, being, uh, you know, not honest in business, a cheat. The halacha. Even when information is common knowledge, it is still a shanhara. Before the information is verified, it should not even be believed. If it is verified, then it is still proper that it should not be related. Okay, so after the shanhara is verified, it's better not to keep discussing it. In general, discussing people, having, having sit-downs and talking about people and just talking about their lives and what they did is not a good habit to get into. Okay, that's just a general idea. The halacha here is, if it's if it wasn't verified, then you can't believe it. And if it has been verified, then you should, should you still should not go around talking about it. Jews are supposed to ask themselves, when will my deeds reach the level of those of my forefathers, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov? When am I going to be like my, my, my avos? This may seem like an unrealistic goal. Are we ever likely to have the opportunity to invite three Arab uh, stranglers into our homes for a meal in the heat of the day? Right? That's not something that's Avram Avin. That's what he did while he was in the middle of getting Nevuah from Hashem. He said to Hashem, one, one second, Hashem, I have, I have three guests. And he went to greet the Arabs that walked into his house and he washed their hands and feet and fed them tongue. And, you know, we were being on that level. It's, it's a whole other level. We won't. But Rav Elazar Menachem Man Shach, Rav Shach Zital, says in his commentary on the Haggadah that if that, that, if that our situation somehow happened, to unfold in front of our eyes. We would just we would know just what to do. We would recognize that this is our Avraham moment and run to lay out the welcome mat. The challenge is to have that realization whenever an opportunity to do a kindness comes our way. Okay, that's the that's the thing, because we know about it, we learn about it, we know what Avraham did and and, and walking in, in their footsteps, we know already that, that they were kind and and hospitable and all the meters of the Avos and the Imos, right? And saying over here, so if something along the lines would come our way, something, an opportunity, a mitzvah like that would come our way, we would know what to do. The challenge is to have that like aha moment, like, oh, this is happening to me. Like, this is how I should act right now. This is what's being presented to me from Shemaim. This person's coming to me for help, for food, for whatever. This is the way I should be reacting. When an unkind or perhaps outright demeaning story comes to mind about someone, it's as if we are there in the desert facing the three wayfarers who are counting on our kindness. Will we act like Abraham and out of our own kind concern for the subject of our remarks, restrain ourselves? The temptation to speak Lashon Hara is an Abraham moment for every Jew. 
It's the same test Hashem put before Abraham. Only He is customizing it for us in our times and in our lives. With that in mind, we can find the strength to grab our moment and run with it. What we're learning over here is that the story that comes to mind about this whole story with Abraham, if we were in this situation and then we would have derogatory information about these people in our heads, would we then act like Abraham acted? Would we respond that way? When we have derogatory information about our neighbors, about our rabbis, about the guy in shul, the girl in shul, about my the, my coworker, about the guy I went out with, if if I have if I hear bad bad words about that person, the likelihood of me reacting from a place of of higher consciousness, like Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov did, from that place is very low, because I already have all this negativity about this person in my head. I'm already coming with preconceived notions about this person, the likelihood of me reaching out and reaching inward and grabbing that Avraham inside of me and being kind and being loving towards this person and, and, and being the person I want to be is slim to none because that's what happens when people talk about other people. It just totally makes it very hard to be kind or nice or honest or genuine with these, with these people that we have already a negative um, look at just a negative outlook on. Have a good night.